going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of impulsive thoughts and don is a fucking psychopath Hi, you'll see why in the facebook don't look at me like that anyway but i'll always give you my spicy pickles <laughs> we almost broke up today <laughs> in my mind <laughs> <laughs> Well, that voice is Allie. Meow. <laughs> and you can hear Don psychopathic tendencies to my right. I'm just getting my prime. Yeah. Uh huh. How's that Kit Kat? Pretty good. <laughs> mm hmm. Psychopathically bitten into. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even let me enjoy it and show James. I'm glad. And you know what? I'm going to actually text James and say, I saved you a pitcher of... A pitcher of water? What? Oh. Like I said pitcher. <laughs> I, just, I said picture. No, it you sounded said like pitcher. you said pitcher. P-I-T-C-H-E-R. I had to think about how you finished. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Tomorrow we'll work on numbers. One. <laughs> There's four pieces of a Kit Kat and it should be eaten as such. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can take four bites. That's fine. Fuck small Kit Kat. you, Donald. <laughs> Hi, honey. Hi. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. We made it. Your extended warranty has ran I'm, up. I'm shocked she didn't leave me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're calling to reach you about your extended warranty. <laughs> your Polak has expired. <laughs> anyway. We got an episode for you today. Well. Who does? <laughs> Ellie has an episode for your. Never matter. Ears. Your ear holes. Yes. Look, it's the last one I'll be able to fit in my notebook. So she wrote 34 pages. <laughs> That's not true. You got <laughs> thinkers, I failed you. No, she she overthinks everything. That's why I'm a thinker. <laughs> That's also why you guys broke up today. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> All right, so I did put... Uh, it wasn't even a poll, but it was just a post out there asking how many pages um, my research was going to be. This was in the low. I, th I think I was close with 100. Yeah. That was my guess. Yeah, you were obviously the closest, Donald, who I said, who was that douchebag that put 100? <laughs> and you were like, oh, that, that was me. Um, I was on the low end, thinkers. Only 17 pages this week. I commented too late. Yeah. You put 17 because I told you. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a douche. <laughs> Who is the closest? Me. Jesse. Jesse? Yeah, 21. Okay. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So any any ideas of what my, my case is this week? It's a murder. Oh, very good, poopy. True crime. <laughs> Motorola. Yeah, you're gonna get a prize later. Your turn. Take a guess. Oh, um. <laughs> you want to win a prize, don't you? Well, he said murder, so I can't say someone died. <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> um, hmm. everyone's going home with a trophy. <laughs> Participation trophy. <laughs> yeah, right. Literally, we we all win here at Impulsive Thoughts. <laughs> 
I actually geared this one. Not Gypsy Rose, is it? No. Okay. No. No. Too much too much shit to sort through in the headlines. Someone posted like pictures the other day of like I don't know if it's like her boyfriend or something, but it was like pictures of him and her mom side by side and they look like identical. Yeah. Well, have you also seen the ones of like um Peter Griffin and Meg? <laughs> and oh her. my god. <laughs> yeah. I was like Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I I didn't do her because it's when something just comes out, it's really hard to sort through sort through the accuracy yeah. of the sources. So I haven't. I don't think it just came out though. Well, no, she the just fact got that released. she just got released, oh. so it, it was big in the headlines again. Yeah. <clears throat> so I haven't. I mean, I just watched her. Uh, she just had something come out on TV. Yeah. Is it a famous murder? I think it was on Hulu. Um, yes, this actually has something to do with somebody that's famous, but them, the people involved themselves are not necessarily famous. Not Charlie Manson, then. No, I'm saving that. <laughs> and I definitely know it's not the BTK murder. That You know me. That's yeah. my fave. It's not the Zodiac. Sparky Big Time, my fave. No. I geared this one towards you, actually. Hmm? Towards who? Lupe got murdered? Poopy, no. I figured it was our anniversary. So this is my homage to something that you like. But murdery, you know. <laughs> this is an I love you in an impulsive thought style. <laughs> Slash morbid. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not our podcast. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the attempted murder. Oh, no shit. Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> So Shirley DeLong was born January 18th, 1930 in Pennsylvania. She was married twice before, finding her happily ever after. Her first marriage was into an extremely Catholic family who, when they found out that she was unable to have children, they actually forced their son to have her marriage annulled. So I don't even think that they were married for a couple... No, they were married for a couple months and after finding that out annulment that's a that's a catholic thing very much so once she found a new man um and she was married for a second time um she was actually happy and she had two stepchildren because like i said she was unable to have children whom she bonded with immediately and she raised them for 12 years until that marriage also ended in divorce i didn't see as to why but like i said it seemed to be a happy marriage kids remained close with her for the rest of her life Okay. Enter Ron Nelson, who is 12 years younger than Shirley, but the two clicked immediately. So age was not, it didn't matter. Yeah. Which that happens a lot, actually. And it was said that Shirley did not look or act her age. Okay. She always dressed very well and she appeared younger than her age. Okay. So I think that. Like you said, not only did it not matter, but I think it, she could have fooled anybody. Right. After a brief, brief courtship, the pair married in May of 1967. And at that time, Ron, I think they lived in Minnesota at the time. I think I remembered seeing that. Up north. Maybe Wisconsin? Minnesota? Somewhere cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere cold. I don't Somewhere I don't want to be. Yeah, right. That's literally <laughs> what I thought. I was like, ugh, <laughs> that fucking sucks. <clears throat> so, at that time, Ron was offered an amazing position as the business manager writing license agreements for Charles Schultz. Okay. And we all know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least I do. Yeah. He is the beloved creator of the Peanuts. Mm-hmm. So... In the 70s, Schultz needed help with all the merchandising opportunities the Peanuts had created. So, in Steps in Ron devoted to marketing the characters. So he had a hand in, um, I saw the most notable thing, the Snoopy snow cone machine. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, I have a snow cone machine. <laughs> well, we love snow cones. Hand, hand held. <laughs> we love snow cones. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Poop even made our own snow cone syrup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's still sitting in my fridge. It's all crystallized because we haven't used it in so long. <laughs> We literally have our own snow coat machine. Did you know that? 
I think you've mentioned it before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Look at his face. It's a, it's a manual snow cone machine. So what? The Snoopy snow cone machine was manual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 70s. <laughs> when was electricity invented? <laughs> I mean, this, before the 70s, but uh, these kids were still there cranking this shit. <laughs> Crank the Snoopy Soldier Boy. <laughs> Anyways, now that you know that we also have a snow cone, we could probably paint Snoopy on it. I have, oh, I have a plush Snoopy. We could hot glue his ass to our <laughs> snow cone machine. Because <laughs> I looked for one. Those things are expensive. Yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so he helped with the marketing while Charles Schultz was pretty much, you know, the day-to-day <clears throat> just with the comics and the characters and everything like that. And mm. um, Ron did the licensing agreements for the characters. So if anyone wanted to use them nationwide, they had to go through Ron. Okay. So also I put this in there because I think it's so cool. Um, Snoopy or not Snoopy. Um, uh, the headquarters is located at one Snoopy place in Santa Rosa, California. Nice. Isn't that cool? And so like they like um there's pictures of it and like there's a big sign and it just says one Snoopy place. <laughs> and I just like there's like big pictures like in like statues of like Snoopy standing there. That's cool. Yeah, though. it's pretty cool. <laughs> and there's like so Santa Rosa, California is a really small town and it's Charles Schultz is actually famous for you know, his headquarters being there and his wife is Jean. She's famous as well for being a philanthropist. And that whole town is just like huge supporters of them because of all the, you know, the work that they've done with right. that town and just the kids and just everything. So the whole town is kind of like, like Snoopy-fied. It's pretty cool. Like so <clears throat> I put, let's cut the cutesy and get to all the drama, shall we? <laughs> Give me the murder. Give me the murder. <laughs> the cutesy bullshit. <laughs> so what is the number one motive to cause a wife to murder? Cheating. If you guess infidelity, <laughs> you guess correctly. <laughs> At age 65, so we fast forward it a little bit. So now Shirley is 65 years old. She wasn't exactly the object of her husband's gaze anymore. But alas, over a decade younger, the secretary, his secretary, has now caught his eye. Shocker. Decade younger. Secretary. Secretary. At his disposal. You know, like, not away from your wife. You see her every day. Mm -hmm. She's younger. She helps you. Yeah. More than caught his eye, actually, Ron and his secretary, Eileen, began an affair in June 1995. The affair between Ron and Eileen has only been going on for a month at this point before Shirley finds out. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was pretty quick. Yeah, it didn't take very long. So, as one would expect, Shirley's ego was bruised. I mean, come on. Her husband was having an affair with a much younger woman, and plus... I saw in multiple sources that um, Shirley had a history of depression. So insult to injury at that point. Yeah. You break a woman down when she's already not feeling great about herself. You're at a point in your life where, you know, things are in the places that they used to sit. (laughs) The girls aren't high on your chest anymore. There's there's lines and places that they u- didn't used to be. <laughs> so, okay. Let me pause you. Let me get this straight for a second. Yeah. She was 65. Mm-hmm. He was 12 years younger. Right. Which made him 52. Yeah. And his secretary <coughs> was 10 years younger. Right. Which made her 42. Right. Okay, just wanted to get that math out right. of the way. Right. Pem does. <laughs> I don't math, so thank God you're thank thank God you're here. <laughs> What's math? <laughs> Never met her. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like I said, 
bruised ego, history of depression. She's 20 years younger than her. Right. Her titties aren't sitting where they used to. <laughs> Not to mention, two months before, Ron and Shirley celebrated their 28th wedding anniversary. Shot to the gut? Oops. No foreshadowing, pun intended. <laughs> oh. Oops. Shit. <laughs> okay. So this must have been more than a fling to Ron because also in June of 1995, he met with Schultz and confided in him that he planned on leaving his wife for their co-worker, Eileen. What's that song? Come on, Eileen. <laughs> the whole time I wrote this, I kept thinking about this. I swear I will leave. Yeah. And uh, Da, 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 da. Yeah. He went all out and like was like, hey boss. <laughs> wow. Right. Head over heels for his secretary. Interesting. Very much so. And from all the sources that I've seen, read, everything, the two men were not only business partners but they were close friends mm -hmm. so i think that he looked at this more as like a not just like a respect i'm telling you in a business sense because obviously we all work together but i'm telling you this because i, I i'm confiding in you as a friend i yeah that's fucking bizarre <laughs> it, it's just a move that i don't really understand right yeah i don't really understand it I mean, I guess his wife already knows. Right. So the the cat's out of the bag. Mm -hmm. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. He, it's still your mistress. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So when Charles Schultz told Ron, I don't stand for that. That's absolutely not okay. Not allowed. Um, you must stop seeing Eileen or... One or both of you will be terminated. Ron was shocked. He did not expect that coming from his mouth. Because I think at that point, he he stopped viewing him as his boss and just as a co-worker. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm sorry, just as a friend. Yeah. Because, you know, lines were blurred and that's what happens when you have a... See, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, he was... They, they were obviously <coughs> close friends. So, but it went from... Like you said, it went from friend to, to boss. Right. And that's that's what happens when you're friends with your boss. Yeah. And though you have... It's kind of like being friends with your mom. And, and they have to overstep into that parent boundary. Right, right. That's how I looked at it. <clears throat> so, you know, he went from boss to friend to friend to boss. Uh -huh. And he didn't like that. And so he was shocked. Yeah, he probably thought, oh, yeah. I thought he was going to say, yeah, go ahead, go for it. You slap him on the back and be like, hey, good one, me. buddy, right. Yeah. Yeah, got a piece of that tail. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, but that's not what happened. So now later it does come out that Schultz was just looking out for the company against sexual harassment suits in case that the relationship went south. Okay. But still. But still, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, in hindsight. Yeah. Ron Ron is not seeing it as that now. He's seeing right. it as that's my buddy and he's not doing me a solid. Yeah. 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 So fast forward a little bit to July 4th, where the couple Ron and Shirley Nelson were spotted by multiple people at their country club golf course. They lived on the country club golf course. So okay. they were usually out um, on their golf cart. They uh -huh. used to take cart rides. They had, I guess, little dogs and they would, you know, always be seen out there playing a couple holes or whether they were hosting barbecues. They were very social people and okay. always out together either at the club or on the course. So this was a normal occurrence for them, but this just happened to be <coughs> on July 4th on the golf course. So multiple witnesses stated that the couple appeared to be in a very heated argument. And Shirley later stated that this was the end all be all. 
Uh-huh. And I don't know what was said, but it was bad. And it was demeaning and public. Okie dokie. So that, now... Yeah, that's shitty. It's a shitty situation. Well, right. And Especially like you, in public. You And you think of these people, so... <clears throat> I grew up in Flossmore. I grew up with these people just like this. Country club living is, you know, you have to uphold the standard of what you look like and, you know, how you act around your friends and these people and you don't... That stuff is inside stuff. Yeah. You don't have those kind of issues outside of your home. Right. Because you don't air your dirty laundry like that. Exactly. So, and the fact that people knew that Shirley and Ron's relationships were having issues was a big deal for her. So, I think that was a big point of contention uh-huh. for her. So, like I said, now it's July 5th, 1995, a.k.a. my fourth birthday. <laughs> You know, most importantly, I think this might have been my Esmeralda birthday party. K-Dog, let me know. I had a hunchback of Notre Dame birthday party. But this did occur on my birthday. Very sad. Shirley Nelsons decides to surprise her husband at work for lunch. That's why she picked the story. It has nothing to do with him. <laughs> Secretly all about me. Always is. I'm a narcissist. Okay, we're not Danny here. <laughs> I did not say it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, help me guys. Okay, ramble, so ramble, sh- ramble, 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 ramble. <laughs> <laughs> So like I said, um <coughs> Shirley Nelson decides to surprise her husband at work for lunch. Surprise. Okay? Surprise. Surprise. I'm air quoting the fuck out of the word surprise. Shirley arrives at one Snoopy place in a brand. <laughs> I just get a kick out of that address. Isn't that great? I love it. I keep saying it for that reason because I just like I picture him being like this way, <laughs> <laughs> like a man hired in like a Snoopy costume to like oh direct traffic. <laughs> so sh- she arrives at one Snoopy place in a brand new black vehicle, wearing all black. And dark black sunglasses. Okay, goth. Yeah. She walk up. I say it like that. Yeah, goth. Goth. <laughs> goth. I'm sick, guys. <laughs> my nose is running. Continue. She walk up to the. She walks. I'm. I'm having a stroke. I don't. I don't know. So if we're gonna talk shit about him, apparently we can't just. Oh, he's still down here. <laughs> No, apparently he just cuts it out anyways. It's because we were whispering too low, he said. Oh. So we have to talk shit louder. Lupe's a boogered nose snot. Jeremy nose fuck. Don, it's your turn to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one being a dick. (laughs) Oh shit, he's back. Well, Danny's not here, so, I mean, you have to take up uh, two rolls. I'm just on a roll with him. (coughs) Okay, so she walks up to the building's receptionist and, like I said, still wearing all black, dark sunglasses. Like, goth. Goth. (laughs) Like, Like, no one knows who she is. And asks if Ron Nelson is in his office. Doesn't wait for a response from the receptionist. And just makes her way to Ron's office. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop right here. Do you guys think that the receptionist should have stopped her? Yes. Why? Well, I mean, for security reasons. But they know it's her. Oh, they know it's her. I mean, they've been married for 28 years. She's trying to have a disguise on, okay? But she's literally just wearing sunglasses <laughs> and black clothes. Like, they think about it. If you're married to somebody for 28 years and, like, this woman 
functions. Like the the Schultz family is, from what I understand, you, you know, like as a business, they do functions, but yeah, they they they. they they see face all the time. Right, but they they function like more of a family yeah. than a business. Right, right. And especially people this close. Yeah. More like a right hand. I would assume <laughs> that, they know that they know what your was. wife looks like. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess, no. I mean, Right? Like, I say no. Yeah. Like, they're just like, there's Shirley. She's having a bad day. Maybe she got some Botox around her eyes finally, so she's hiding it with a pair of sunnies. Well, this was 74? Well, now it's 95. Oh, 95. Okay. When did Botox start? Follow the timeline. I know. Fourth birthday. Yeah. Right. Thank you. (laughs) Bestie. God, do you know nothing about your girlfriend? That's why he's breaking up with you. Right. Yeah. I know it. (laughs) Right before his warranty ended. (laughs) Don, you keep saying that. She's going to believe that. (laughs) First, I'm getting my dinner. <laughs> she's gonna text me later while you guys are alone. She's like, Do you think he's really gonna break up with me? <laughs> he said something kind of shitty. <laughs> he said, "I love you with not the normal amount of hearts." <laughs> <laughs> he added one less heart. <laughs> oh my god, we're totally over. <laughs> so, what do you think? What was the question? No, I fucking knew he wasn't listening. Because <laughs> he's on the fucking. No, phone. we uh, we backtrack so i didn't would you have stopped shirley from walking like the would, as a receptionist would you have stopped shirley from just walking back to the office he, he's thinking Drum roll. there's not y- y'all he's there's smoke <laughs> he's thinking there's there's not no, just he, this long silence. He he woke up the hamster and it's trying to get on the wheel. But it's got like one leg, the other one he's got a prosthetic and it's got to put it on. <laughs> I haven't been to work in a while. Hasn't been working lately. Yeah. <laughs> We're clear. <laughs> okay. <Calm. laughs> he said he worked at the mill with me like the other day. I'm pretty sure he didn't. <laughs> See, I knew she wouldn't know if I was there or not, so I just said it. it right. <laughs> So? Oh. Um. <laughs> yes? <laughs> Is that, yes what? <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so yes or no? To stop her from walking? Yeah. Like, would you have thought it was fishy and stopped her and been like, ma'am, who are you? People can't see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Yes. I, I, I was going to say it. Thank you. Thank you. I looked. I'm like, did he really just shake his head? He's been doing this longer than I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, you shook. <laughs> All right, everyone. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, I mean, I think... <clears throat> I wouldn't have stopped her either. Because like I said, she's probably been there a thousand times. They probably right. thought, you know, she's just wearing sunglasses. She either forgot to take them off. Maybe she's had a procedure done where she's got to have them on. Dilated her eyes. Right. Or yeah. she's got Botox. You know, they, they know that they've been having problems. So maybe she's trying to freshen up her face a little bit. It's California. It's not out of the question. So... Moments later, shots ring out in the office building. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have that sound effect. Out of the whole podcast, the one sound effect that you should have. <laughs> That's when you just need to get the two by four. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shirley had taken her 357 that she had recently purchased. Jesus. And open fired at Ron. Now, I want to note that Eileen was at work that day. Oh, boy. But Shirley did not make any attempt to shoot her. Huh. Shirley shot Ron two times in the back, and he was found outside clinging to life face down on the pavement. Near a Soupy statue, by the way. 
Oh, poor Snoopy. Yeah, he like leaned it. <laughs> it was then that Shirley did the unthinkable and turned the gun on t- onto herself and fired one shot into the chest. Jesus. Obviously. What's with the so like the? I was gonna say, okay, Carrie Von Eric. <laughs> what the fucking? Yeah, that's so weird. Obviously, it's chaos at one Snoopy place, and the receptionist who heard the initial shots called 911 for help. One bloody Snoopy place. For real. This is one chaotic <laughs> bloody Snoopy place. <laughs> you'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What'd you say? I said, ooh, episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the one that I saw was um, Good Grief. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it was good grief, chaos at, uh, g- good grief, chaos at Snoopy he- headquarters. Yeah. So. Mine will be good grief, chaos at one bloody Snoopy place. Yeah, do that. Okay, so upon first responders arriving, they find both Ron and Shirley in critical condition. Ron's injuries penetrated from his back into his pancreas, liver, and abdomen, and he was once thought to be deceased. He was one okay. Because there he's going in and out. Yeah. Okay. Shirley was also transported to the hospital. She suffered extreme blood loss and was going in and out of consciousness. So both of them were transported in critical condition. Sheesh. But on the ride to the emergency room, medics asked Shirley what happened, to which she managed to reply, I did it. I shot my husband. Is that son of a bitch dead? I shot myself. (laughs) Murder-suicide? Well, case solved, right? Not exactly. I mean, yeah, kind of, but there's a lot more to it, and that's where this gets kind of sticky. Yeah. Whenever something like that happens, or you, like you think there's more, it always makes. Me, I can't remember like what movie or show it's from, but it's the the part where the guy's like, "But wait, there's more." I always think of Billy Ma- Billy, Mays, Billy Mays. But wait, there's yeah. more. <laughs> you That's get three free. <laughs> OxyClean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this gets really sticky, and yeah, just buckle up, Buttercups. <laughs> Six week. Later, Ron freaking Nelson fully recovers from his injuries. Jesus Christ. What a fucking miracle. He was pronounced dead and he ends up freaking recovering six (laughs) weeks later. Yeah. He was shot twice in the back. A living corpse. Yeah. And like the bullets traveled and like ripped through his abdomen and a bit, like I said, his liver, his pancreas and everything. Jesus. Yeah. I had to look to see what it's from. It's from Scary Movie. Oh. The Wayne's brother says it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So six weeks later. Okay. Yeah. So Shirley also makes a full recovery. <laughs> so both parties live, which means... Are you sure she used a 357? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it was a 22. It's like that one story you did where they tried to kill the dad, but he just wouldn't fucking die. You know oh, what's so God. funny? When I was with my dad the other day, when I took him to urgent care, because my dad has, doesn't have a way of listening to this. He was asking about this. I played that episode for him. Did you really? Yeah. And he was like, he's like, man. Because <laughs> I was like, dad, you'll like this one. It was in Hammond. <laughs> Anyways, the Comiatis, by the way, yeah. call back. So she was she got arrested and charged with attempted murder because obviously he didn't die. Neither did she. So nobody yeah. died. So would that be like double attempted murder because she tried to kill herself too? No. I mean, you're just hurting yourself. Yeah, but that's that's attempted murder. Wait, but no. <laughs> but that makes sense though, right? Well, of course. No, because when someone tries to kill themselves, they don't go to jail. <clears throat> That's just a suicide attempt. It's attempted Lawyer. murder. <laughs> okay. How's your drink? <laughs> so she had admitted to the police that she was sorry that she wasn't able to finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, Ope. <laughs> Oh, 
So, and this is where my pen ran out of ink and I had to switch to blue. I literally have written so much that I have switched from black to blue to black back to blue. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And it literally halfway through. <laughs> some red in there. There's orange somewhere in there. Anyways, so... Now that Shirley has been charged with attempted murder, her bail was set at a whopping $2 million. Ooh, $2 million. $2 million, 10%, that's 200000 Okay, anyways. Math. Just hold on. Because it, just hold on. So now it's time for the investigators to start building their case. So we're going to get into some investigative stuff. They talk to Ron and Shirley's friends and family and even Charles Schultz himself. And everyone seems to say the same thing, that that affair hit Shirley really hard. Well, I mean. Shirley, like I said previously, was older than Ron and had a recent stroke. Jesus Christ. That seemed to be the culprit of the extreme attitude changes with Ron. So, Ron... <laughs> Did you tell your mom how many, how many pages you got? No. We have a new winner then. Why? K-Dog commented and said 18. That's the correct number. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> he, all right. I interrupt this podcast to say that K-Dog is now the winner. You can comment on there, Don, and tell her that she did win. <laughs> you can comment and tell her that it was 17 and she won. Lupe cheated. <laughs> I did not tell her. Okay, anyway, sorry for interrupting. That's okay. K-Dog will like that it got interrupted to say that she won. <laughs> Miss Northwestern herself. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so... <clears throat> she had the stroke, and... Basically... Accounts say that no matter how much Shirley tried to mold herself into the ideal woman, Ron just looked at her as too old. She started working out at the gym more. She started trying to, you know, dress younger. And it just was never enough. Mm -hmm. And Ron really just saw there was no physical effect of her stroke. But I think mentally he saw she was older. Yeah. And so there was no coming back for that from that in his mind so that's fucked up it is really fucked up because i mean that's a huge event in somebody's life and it did yeah. not nothing happened but yeah <clears throat> so also investigators found that the vehicle driven to headquarters that day was a rental signed off on by her mm. so her whole plan was it was it shows premeditation because they believe that she was trying to go to headquarters undetected because they all know who Shirley is right. which brought up my point earlier which you know she, she was trying to show up in disguise <laughs> which they all know who she is if it, she could at least fucking put a fake mustache on her uh, right exactly <laughs> they'd have been like who is this transvestite <laughs> so because they were thinking like you know or she was thinking if she were to show up there, they would warn him because they obviously all know that they're, that she is, they're fighting. Mm -hmm. She's the other woman, mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of, you know, or <laughs> well, the other woman works there. So they would warn him and he would leave because he doesn't want to see her. Which right. I'm still surprised she didn't try and shoot her. Okay. So. <laughs> Hold that thought. Put, put a little pinaroni in that. <laughs> so detectives got a search warrant for a vehicle. And upon serving that search warrant for the vehicle, um, further ev evidence was obtained. And they found um, identical 357 casings to those found in the gun on the scene because the gun was found on the scene. It was left there because uh -huh. obviously both of them were laying there incapacitated. Right. Um, so they found identical 357 casings, bullets in the vehicle and a receipt for that 357 in the glove box <laughs> way to be gonna return it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
So while all that's going on, officers are taking multiple statements from Shirley. And I'm just going to give you a brief rundown on that because honestly, there are so many. And I kind of covered some of them in my telling of the story. So I'm just going to kind of go over the ones that I didn't tell. Yeah. Um, and this, I kind of just covering these cause they're a little ironic and kind of, they made me giggle a little bit. Um, she wished she was a better shot and that Ron wasn't moving when she was shooting because when she, so she bought the gun, right? Stand still. Right. Literally. So she bought the gun from a gun shop and the guy that I don't know if he's like affiliated with the gun shop, but he's an ex cop. She took lessons on how to shoot the gun from him. And she Jesus said, Christ. when I learned how to shoot, the targets weren't moving. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, obviously you're not shooting at real people. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wish I was a better shot. <laughs> Let's see. Um, she intended to shoot Eileen too that day, but she had used too many bullets trying to shoot Ron because he was moving. <laughs> How many fucking times did she shoot at him? <laughs> well, it was a revolver. Well, it's a revolver, so it's a six shooter. Right. She used one on herself. One on yeah. herself, and she shot him twice in the back. So she only had three left to spare. That's true. So, And if she shot at him and missed, I mean, that that's not recorded or anything is it well i i think it was but i don't think i mentioned it okay the other thing is first off if she'd shot at him and missed the first three times why the fuck was he still around there to get shot well he did make it outside so you have to think about that like he was running and she's shooting at him so and then the last thing i put in there that ron was her life she was devoted to ron and her whole life was being ron's wife that was her identity Okay. Don't make Allie mad, Lupe. I don't plan to. I don't like guns. Oh. So, <laughs> long story, but I don't like guns. Um, okay, so back to the bail. I, sorry, I I was jumping all over the place. The story kind of gets all crazy. Willy-nilly. Anyways. Willie Nelson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not in this story. Silly nillies. Okay. Shirley hired um, a defense attorney obviously. Um, his name was Chris Andrean, and in August 1995, she entered a not guilty plea due to insanity. Shirley's bail was set at $750,000, and the judge said, no way, Hosby. She's got friends with... In low places. Lots of cash moolah. No, high places. Oh, high places, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anyone posting <coughs> bail for her easily. I think that she'd be much better off in a psychiatric facility receiving care because mm. I don't think that she's mentally stable. If, if she's placing a non-guilty due to insanity plea, she belongs in a mental facility. Absolutely. Right. So this is where just when you think it can't get any crazier, <laughs> it does. In November 1995, Charles Schultz himself Post Shirley's $2 million bail. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Excuse they were having an affair. Excuse me. Schultz stated, we love her. She will never spend a day in jail. They were having an affair. <laughs> no, I said we love her. <laughs> Him and his They were having were a thruple. Having <laughs> 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 <It was> a <laughs> thruple. <laughs> Swingers. He has pineapples all over his <laughs> the star above his garage. <laughs> okay. Shirley's trial was set for January 1996, but then the trial had to be postponed to April 1996. Unknown reasons. I think it was just litigations and stuff mm. like that. And the prosecution called Jean Schultz, Charles's wife to the stand and she testified about Ron and Eileen's affair and how Shirley had once offered to pay Eileen to leave Ron. That's how desperate she was. Jeez. And Eileen would not. She would not leave him. Even for money. I'd have been like, bye. Like, you ain't worth it. <laughs> if you was my side bitch, I'd leave you and then come back. I'd leave you then come back. <laughs> With the money, honey. <laughs> Just kidding. I'd leave you as. I'm just kidding. 
Anyways, so jurors also heard testimony about Shirley's depression and how she seemed to spiral in the months leading up to the attempted murder. The prosecutor did everything to show how premeditated this crime was, but in the end, the jurors sided with the defense and deadlocked 9-3 to in favor of an acquittal. Huh. This means she could stand a second trial, but rather than risk her luck... Shirley applied or Shirley opted for a plea bargain in April of 1997. You ready for this? Because I don't think you, you're ready for this. Are you ready? <laughs> Her plea bargain was one year in prison, five years probation, and 3,000 hours of community service. What she actually served? <clears throat> Six months. I was going to say six months. And 18 months of home confinement. Mm. <laughs> then she was released to a retirement community where she died of colon cancer in 2005 <clears throat> of age 78. Then, I'm going to leave you with some final craziness. Oh, boy. Both Scholes and Ron sent a letter, or sent letters, separate letters, uh-huh. to the prosecution Asking for leniency, this was before the trial, like the actual verdict was read. Asking for leniency, stating Shirley was, I quote, a good person who just went off the deep end. She tried to kill you. (laughs) That's the deep end. (laughs) And finally, true to his word, in August 1995, Schultz fired Ron, because he refused to stop seeing Eileen, and she re- resigned shortly after. Okay, this is how I'm going to end this episode. On a side note, and this I really I liked this, so I wanted to include it. This case may have hit a little too close to home for Charles Schultz. In early, in the early seventies, he engaged in an extramarital affair while married to his first wife. The woman worked with him and was two decades younger than him. He memorialized this indiscretion in a comic strip where Charlie Brown warned Snoopy to stop chasing after an attractive beagle and, I quote, start behaving himself. (laughs) Ironic? Yeah. So that is the attempted murder and attempted suicide at one Snoopy place. (laughs) The end. Jesus. (laughs) That's fucking nuts. Not like, what you thought it was going to be this no. week. <laughs> and also, there was no murder. It was attempted murder. Attempted murder and attempted suicide. That's crazy. I still can't believe neither of them died from a three fifty seven gunshot wound. Well, apparently they were moving, and she's not a good shot. <laughs> she wished that they weren't moving so much. Well, how bad of a shot do you have to be to not kill yourself by shooting yourself <laughs> in the chest? Because she was dodging and bobbing <laughs> and weaving. She was moving, too. <laughs> like, and you know what? <coughs> when I do my episode, there's, there's, uh, there's an, uh, "Quote unquote," and I'm gonna quote unquote that. Uh, it, it's a it's a suicide too, and it was a shot to the gut. Mm-hmm. So, what? That's why I kept I last week or, or did we do an episode last week? No. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, Von Eric. Uh, that yeah, that was a shot to the gut, like the chest, chest, whatever, but torso. It's just so weird. Like who? Who? If you she wanna... shot herself in the chest. Yeah, torso. Torso. Oh, chest. Body. <laughs> Big difference. Heart. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm getting that's what I'm getting at, yeah, like, I'm getting at though is is it's just very rare for somebody to actually kill themselves by shooting themselves in the body. Right. Right. It's just a very odd place to shoot yourself. Unless you're shooting yourself with a larger weapon. Like a shotgun. Uh, yeah, but even then, we were we already went over that with the whole uh, Kurt Cobain thing. Right. But that's because he didn't do it himself. Yeah. And, and how many people can actually fucking shoot themselves in, in the body with a shotgun? Correct. You have to be far away. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> Anyways. Yes. 
interesting case. Thank you. I thought I thought there there was a throuple going on, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more or less that he saw so much of his past indiscretions and yeah. how much they had hurt. Right. Right. So he was standing up for the underdog. Yeah. And he knew that she was struggling. Which and is, he obviously did not see his friend and coworker giving a shit. Right. And so that's why he was standing up for Shirley. Yeah. So and you <clears throat> you said she died in a uh, nursing home at what, 78? Yeah, colon cancer. So is Eileen and uh I couldn't find that. Okay. Interesting, because I know Charles Schultz, he died in 05. I think it was recent, yeah. I mean, not, not that that's recent, but... Well, for us millennials, that's recent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I... when you think 20 years ago, you do not think of 2004. <laughs> right. Ew. Ew. He died in 2000. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> At the turn of the century. <laughs> Okie dokie. February 12th, 2000. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Shocker. Like, that's crazy. Like, you're you're doing a story and... It's almost the anniversary of his death. 24 years ago. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, that's my episode this week. Glad you boys enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it very much. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you. 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 Clap for me, Lupe. People can't see me clapping, so I just said it instead. And you can't clap because it'll get deleted. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to say it. Clap, 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 clap. He's just letting. Clap, clap, clap. Why am I deleting this? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can find us on all your major podcast platforms (laughs) on Instagram at impulsive thoughts underscore pod. I almost screwed that up. On Twitter slash X at... It's on the link tree. Okay. We updated our link tree. <laughs> and yeah, I am Lupe, joined here with Donnie Rowe. Is that your stomach? No. Oh, bye. <laughs> and Miss Allie P. Meow. All right, guys. Remember... Don't eat your Kit Kat like a fucking psychomaniac. And don't believe everything you think.